What's up, friends? Thanks for listening today, and welcome to the Fesh Fit Podcast, where we talk about all things strength, conditioning, technique, and mindset to help you crush your dancing goals. I was going through my Instagram DMs this past week, and one of the most common questions I've been getting from you guys is about how to train to get your best possible stamina, or best stamina possible. <laughs> so today, we are going to break down some of the most common mistakes I see when it comes to stamina training, and then some ways you can make your stamina training more effective. But first, if you've enjoyed the Fesh Fit podcast, please take 10 seconds, screenshot this episode, and share it with a friend by posting it on your Instagram story. That helps me grow the podcast so I can continue to provide as much free value as possible here, and we can help as many dancers as we can level up their dancing and their training and their mindset. Okay, cool. So let's get into the top three stamina mistakes I see dancers make and what you can do instead. Number one, the top mistake I see is dancers waiting to do any full runs or any real stamina work until a month before a major. You want to do some type of stamina work year round. Last 10 weeks before a major, is time to refine your skills and build off the base you already have. A lot of dancers will make the mistake of taking a bunch of time off from doing any type of stamina or strength work, and then right before a major, they try to get in shape or, in other words, improve their cardiovascular endurance and strength. And I want to break down why that is an issue. Let's take two different dancers, okay? Let's say dancer A has kept up with some sort of strength and conditioning work year round. So she walks into 10 weeks before a major, already feeling strong and having decent stamina. Maybe she's not in peak performance, right? Because it's unrealistic to stay like in tip top, you know, shape all year round but she has been doing some strength work, some stamina work, like she feels pretty good um, walking into the 10 weeks before a major. She's done her full runs regularly, so now she can focus on cleaning everything up versus just focusing on not dying in class or it, while doing her full runs. Now, dancer B waits until four to six weeks before a major to even touch a full run or any type of stamina workout. She spends the last four weeks before the major just trying to get through her steps without totally dying. Whether or not she will be ready to do them full out on stage by the end of the four weeks is kind of a toss up and she's hoping she'll get some extra adrenaline so she can get through. So the last four weeks, she's focusing on just getting through her dancing rather than having the time to focus on truly performing her dancing. And if you look at top dancers at majors, they aren't just getting through their dances. They're performing the entire way through. They're executing you know, a certain level of sharpness. Every kick and click is overhead. Their back foot is springing up quickly on every leap. So in order to do that, You've got to have time to focus on the performance piece and the execution of staying strong from beginning to end. Now, do you need to do every, like, hours of stamina every single week all year round? 
No. There are going to be times where you're doing more stamina and you're going to be doing a little bit less stamina. But my kind of rule of thumb here is if you do stamina three times a week, year round, okay, for at least 20 minutes, so just three, you know, find 20 minutes three times a week, it can make a huge difference for how you go into your pre-competition training, okay? Because you're not starting from scratch and being like, oh gosh, here we go. Gotta, you know, pull out the old jump rope. <laughs> so do some type of stamina work year round, minus like, you know, the breaks you take after a major. So you don't have to start from scratch every time you go into pre-competition season. Okay, so number two, the second biggest mistake I see dancers make when it comes to stamina training is relying solely on cross training. There is nothing quite as hard as doing a full hard shoe run. I know I've said this before like a million times, so if you're listening, you might be rolling your eyes and being like, yeah, we know Jean. Um, but I want to make get my point across here because it's really, really important to understand. You can run, bike, swim, I was gonna say squim, I don't know what that is, swim, <laughs> do jump squats, you can jump rope, but nothing gets your heart rate up and requires the level of focus and makes your legs feel like jello more or as much as a full run of dancing. I always say that Irish dancing is like doing an 800 meter run, hopping on one foot with your hands behind your back. And that's not even considering kicking your butt or turning out your legs or staying on your toes or staying on time. So long story short, Irish dance stamina, doing an Irish dance full run takes a ton of energy and focus. The reason I bring this mistake up is because I'll see a lot of dancers relying only on HIIT workouts or running or swimming for stamina and ignoring full runs in dance drills. Now, stamina workouts outside of dance are great and they're super beneficial to helping you build a really solid foundation of stamina, especially if you have a history of injuries and you are supplementing your stamina work in class with something a little bit lower impact outside of class. But actually doing stamina, like in your dance shoes and doing full runs and doing dance drills must be part of your stamina routine. Everyone is a little bit different, but to give you guys some guidelines of what to start with is we talked about first doing 10 to 20 minutes of stamina drills two to three days a week, and then include a couple of days of cross-training stamina. So that can be, you know, high intensity interval training slash hit or running, or it can be swimming or whatever it is. Okay. But you don't want to replace that with your dance stamina. It's just like icing on the cake. Like it's another thing that'll help your performance, not the replacement. Okay, so if you have any questions over that too, let me know. You can shoot me a message on Instagram at rufeshfit. Okay, but number three, the third mistake I see is doing five plus steps in a row. When I meet dancers for the first time, especially when I meet them in the one-on-one -on -one coaching program where we like start with a Zoom initial call, one of the questions I always ask is what they do for stamina training and how often they do stamina training and what their stamina, you know, what they feel like when they walk on stage, usually at majors, whether they know they can confidently get through their steps or whether they, you know, are relying on adrenaline and are afraid they are going to die. Not literally, but like afraid they're like gonna die at the end of their dance. And something I see quite a bit is dancers will 
do like five, six, or seven steps as part of their stamina training in a row. Now, the idea behind this is really good intentioned, and honestly, it sounds pretty logical. Like if you can do six steps, you can do three steps. It's kind of like if you can you know, dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> but there's two issues with this. First one is if you do five steps, you start bargaining with yourself on when to push yourself in your dancing and when to hold back. Because no one is gonna get through seven steps with dancing the same level of intensity and the same level of execution that they did if they're only doing three to four steps. So you start bargaining on where you're gonna really push yourself and then where you're gonna have to kind of conserve your energy and just go through the motions. So when you're doing five, six, or seven steps, you'll either conserve energy at the beginning and then push really hard at the end, so you kind of start sloppy at the beginning, or you'll do the opposite and you'll start full out and really push yourself as hard as you can, and then you'll get to the end of your dance and it will be kind of sloppy and half done. Either way, you don't wanna practice sloppy because A, it doesn't really help you improve, And B, a big thing is it increases your risks of injuries from being too tired to practice good form. So let's say you are five steps in and you are, you know, gonna, you land from a jump and you're exhausted. There's a way better chance that you're gonna end up landing incorrectly and rolling your ankle than it would be if you did three to four steps full out, took a break, you know, another full took a break, okay, because you're giving your body that recovery time. And you're dancing an amount of time where you can actually execute your movements properly and stay aware of your foot placement. So quick review here. Number one, we have first biggest mistake is waiting to do any full runs or any real stamina work until a month before a major. Number two is relying on cross-training alone for stamina work and avoiding full runs and dance drills. And then number three is doing five plus steps in a row rather than doing full repeats. So we better do three to four steps, you know, take a break, three to four steps, take a break. Repeats are gonna be more effective than just doing long, you know, novels of dancing. That's all I have for you today. Once again, if you've enjoyed this episode, please take like 10 seconds and screenshot it, share it with a friend and tag me or share it in your story and tag me at RUFeshFit. That helps me grow the podcast so I can continue to provide free value and we can help as many dancers as possible level up their dancing, their training and their mindset. Thanks for listening guys and I'll talk to you soon.